He's a fucking idiot. <coughs> G'day, folks. This is Hang On To Your Hat with Dan Lee, Derek Myers, and in the studio today, Brett Cousin, who, hey, Cousins, who will be getting grilled intensely. No, not grilled. Ready for grilling. Ready for grilling. We are all fathers under pressure. We are very unwell, and we're going to unpack a bit of that today. <laughs> all right, let's go. Go. Bad Daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not the blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. (laughs) Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. There we are. That scream always brings a fucking chill up my spine. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I'm welling. Yeah, that's me and that's Missy and I. That's our first collaboration, apart from the children, obviously. Yeah, I've seen yeah. you have a few collaborations. Oh, no, Don't give true. yourself some credit. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Missy what about the Lycra, night number one? There you go. Well, that's true too. Yeah, what am I talking about? See, Brett Cousins with us right here now is um, one of the founding members, I believe, of Red Stitch. Actors yep. Theatre, with whom I've been involved doing um, mm. some development and writing of plays. Uh, but yes, we did a, Missy and I did a a little play, a, a playlist show. Yeah. I directed you in, in this yeah. beautiful play that you wrote. Yeah, that was odd. It was, it was a, awesome. It was an odd play about um, a, a couple who are happily kind of moving in together and he's accidentally killed the dog. Well. But he doesn't know how to tell her. So he just works it into a song. <laughs> and she's Don't like, we <laughs> by the way, I squashed the dog. Oh, Ta-da. Beautiful <laughs> harmonising it was. And, and, and it was kind of odd because I, I wrote this little play to, to it's the it's a fundraiser for Red Stitch that happens every year. Um, playwrights do little, they're usually the length of a song, aren't they? Well, the idea or, is that it's called Playlist. It's on every year. It's coming up this year, actually, if, for anyone who's interested. But mm. um, it's, uh, yeah, you you you. you Find these um, songs, all these beautiful writers from all over Melbourne, um, find this song that inspires them on a certain theme and then they write a play. The play is meant to be the length of the song, but it's yeah. sort of very – And you work, or you work the song into it. Yeah. And, um, and you create this play on, on those themes and, and Dan did a beautiful job and Dan and Missy – harmonised beautifully and delivered this beautiful piece about the dead dog. Yeah, I was terrified because I, I wanted to act in it as well because there was a possibility I was going to be acting in Bottomless in my, in my play that was on last year. Oh, so part? I wanted to get, well, the, the main, the sort of yep. semi-autobiographical part, yep. the main part, which I managed to get out of luckily because we had a tiny baby at the time. It would have been terrible trying to, but I was terrified of trying to learn the lines. This was a three-minute play and... All that sort of stuff, but it was good fun, and great it was—it's a great show that because it's the, you move around. They, they do it in usually in a big factory or something, and you move around to all these you different find all plays. The plays. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of mapped out, and and you can just see as many as you can over. Do you know an I, evening. It's I good. cracked the boards in my youth? You did. did. <laughs> well, we, number one, we have to fit in a with now that I reference yeah, every right. time. Yeah, I, I was in amateur theatre yeah. in Muralbark. But you should never play the My parents dame. started in 1978. Mm-hmm. And, wow. of course, they made it for, for kids and they you know got a room at the local high school yeah. and started doing it and put on, you know, pantomimes and 
dreadful sort of, well, not dreadful, but great fun <laughs> variety shows. Careful, where Derek. A lot of Poms. Jeez. Mm. Expat Poms, they love the amateur theatre. Oh, it's a big culture over there. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. And yep. uh, so my parents were running it and I saw all the ins and outs of theatre bitching as well, which is yes. hilarious as a mm. kid. Set the, me up the, for life. The backstage affairs. Well, I had my only, my one and only magical moment as Your a Your one backstage. and only magical moment. That's tragic, Derek. Apart from having children. Oh, right. <clears throat> Go on. Oh, yeah. It's not about us. It's about our kids. <laughs> anyway, so I was to, somehow I worked this into fathering, but I was backstage and I had someone come to see me backstage, a pretty girl oh. my, of my own age. And when I was like 15 or 16 or something. I'm surprised. That- it was amazing. I was Captain Cheery and Aladdin or something like that. And I was stoked. But then two years later, a year and a half later, I was pushing trolleys. I was a trolley boy at the local supermarket <laughs> with a elastic tie and a bad checkered tie and a checkered shirt and wearing broken old river's shoes. And she walked up to me and she said, what happened to you? <laughs> no. That was exactly what she said. What, what happened to you? You used to be so trendy. <laughs> so she she made the effort to walk across the fucking as, room to, to just point this out here. Across the suburb. I'm surprised trolleys. that experience didn't catapult you straight into the arts. The visit the, from the, the, the former. Yeah, the, the former one. The former, yeah. the visit from the pretty girl backstage. That's yeah. enough to go, right, this is my career, I'm done. Well, that's I why most that. of us got into it, right, in some way or other. Like some, some young woman was impressed at some point in your youth with something you did. Mm. Certainly a case for me, right? You know, someone went, wow, that's so great. Yeah. And then... Boom. Know, boom. Which, which is what tends to accidentally <laughs> send people right. into a 10-year attempt at comedy. Yeah. Isn't it? Sometimes well, people yeah. go, you're so funny, you should do a show. Well, you're trendy now, cool. Derek, because I've been in... I'm Northside. <laughs> I'm in your amazing trendy street with this all this cool stuff. Like, yeah, you should see. Get on Instagram if you want to see this place. And outside, it's incredible. It's mm. so cool. So you're back. Yeah. You're back. So you're a, you're a, you're in Northcote. No, I'm in I'm Southside. Oh, so this is my um, annual trip across the Yarra. Oh, He's not a godless we'll heathen. <laughs> we're, we're not godless heathens. We live on that side. Yeah, are you? Are you? Can armor, you live in both armor. though? Do you have the capacity? Are you by? No, sidal. I'd love to be. I'm aspiring yeah. by sidal. Yeah, I, I, am. Um, I am. I would. I know oh, you are because you're here. Hard. I love the North Side, but you just can't get here. Can't get here. And if you're here, yes. you can't get out of here. And you can't you wake park. up here every morning. You can't park. I arrived this morning. Dan's standing. He's got a, got, a, got a park for you. I'm thinking, oh, great. That's great. Dan's got a park for me. There'll be a, an area that, at the back of the factory or something. He's standing in, in the street in the street for 20 minutes <laughs> so that I can have the park out the front, which is very well, sweet of we've you. Got to, you know, we've got to try and help you out. Well, because I don't want you to have the pro- – I know you're from the south. I don't want you to have to walk <laughs> through all of the extraordinary – um, sort of young people that I find as intimidating <laughs> yep. as possibly you. There's all these people who are all yep. sorts of wonderful gender mixes and and tattoos and haircuts. I'm and bald and fat and middle aged. Well, no, come on, maybe no. not fat, but I'm 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 certainly just straight. And uh, yeah, and not I don't want to get trying. I don't you know? want to get run over by a fixed wheel bicycle. <laughs> and if he falls off, he won't be wearing a helmet. So it's it, you know. Do you know? I got, with all total embarrassment, I have to admit to. Two bicycles went past last week. Have a guess what kind of bicycles they were. And fixed wheel they were. 
Penny but farthings. Penny fucking oh, farthings. I saw a photo. Someone oh, showed me a photo you know. of the penny farthings. Oh, around. the hipsters have fucking I gone too far I love the north now. side. I love it so like, much. Kids, get so out of here. They're in here playing Fortnite. I'm like, kids, get out of here. Get out of here. Do you know, when you know what in- they said? They went, huh. When I'm in, I said no, no, no. Stay here and wait till they get to the intersection because no one knows what happens then. (laughs) What the fuck do they do? Dude jumped off. One dude just went through, and the other dude jumped off and stood there. Wow! His arms in the air, holding the handlebars. I thought the only way to do it was to crash them. That was the only way to stop. Which, which reminds me, there's a great kids' book that we had in the 70s called Mulga Bill's Bicycle. Do you oh, remember yes. that? It was about a penny farthing, yeah. about an old guy on a penny farthing going down a hill, and I must try and find that for, the, for the kiddies because that was a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. Kids. We always oh, have to talk about kids. What a pain in the ass. Can I ask Brett something? Mm-hmm. What, what are your stats? What do you got? Yeah, I've got a boy hood. and a girl. Yep. Uh, Esme is six and Freddie's three. And, oh. uh, yeah, so they're um, – I'm in the trenches, but it's kind of wonderful, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah. But you can see the light, though, can't you? There's, the, you know, the, the, the man at the dishing out water at the um, Furphy yeah. tank is, is dropping rumours that there might, be, there might be sort of light at the end of the tunnel and they, well, they yeah. start getting a bit rational. This is coming from you who uh, obviously has, a, uh, you know, ha, ha, has been through it and you can look back on us and go, oh, yes. <laughs> I need that. So I defer to you on how much easier it's going to get. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. Well, you have to kind of do that. You have to be able to see where pe- people who are at some point in f- ahead of you and some point behind you to make yourself feel better and make yourself be more realistic about where you're at. This, this is the big problem we're finding, Missy and I, with with uh, behavioural stuff now. So Sammy's like four. He's starting just starting now to misbehave. But we're pretty sure in relation to the new one mm-hmm. because it's all landing mm-hmm. that he's not number one anymore. So he's become a bit more insecure. He's kind of crying for no reason and 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 feeling thinking you're going to leave him behind things like that it's all pretty oh, classic sweet little boy he's yeah. such a nice boy sam well yeah he's good when he's speaking english <laughs> yeah he's, he's he's i taught him to speak gibberish it's a fucking nightmare i taught I, well because i go is your name alphonse pufati i've i spent years saying to him excuse me you aren't Alphonse Pufati, are you? And and which I thought was great, and he thought it was great, and he never used to say much in response to it, yeah. and then he just switched over to gibberish, oh. and now he just talks gibberish, and it's poo wee gibberish, and it's Alphonse Pufati, and excuse me, is your name Stinglet? Whoop! Like you so said, someone on the tr- bus or something, he'll say that too. It's like it's, <laughs> I never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Yeah, I've created it, and it's fun, but there's a point at which you go, is this? Is he mental or is he just four? <laughs> because how – tell you tell me, what is the difference between a severely crazy person and a four-year-old? Um, yeah, very little. <laughs> very little, yeah. You you should have thought that through. And, Derek, you should have advised yeah. on that. I mean, if you, you – what is a funny joke? You have to be prepared yeah. for it to be funny everywhere. As, yeah. I remember Esme um, watched Moana and she like you know she loves the the um, Maui and Moana Moana and he's, he's, you know he sings we're gonna be dead soon <laughs> and she thought that was really funny and I thought that was really funny so she's singing it singing it singing it. next on the train yeah. everywhere we're gonna be dead soon <laughs> and everybody's going what the fuck is going on yeah. you just gotta be careful Do you man. know if I was on the train feeling a bit sort of existentially trapped and. And there was a, a, a grinning toddler standing in front of me singing, we're going to be dead soon. I think I'd run screaming. Yeah. It certainly need to be. It has that effect. Wow. 
is, are you saying, are you singing that because of something your dad told you he was going to do today <laughs> on the train? What's going on? Hey, What's yeah. he got in his backpack? Yeah. Oh, just right. pass me a message. Yeah. Yeah. Just mouth the words, help. <laughs> yeah, look, that they are mental. Yeah. But it's it's just. It's just so yeah, hard to tell what's, too early what's to, what, right? Like what's what. Missy and I were going, we, we just need to have a fly on the wall. We need some cameras, hidden cameras in other people's houses that, mm. that have kids the same age. Because whenever you say to, to someone, oh, we're having so much trouble with him at the moment doing this and we're not getting any sleep, they go, oh, no sleep. Let me tell you about that. Mm. And everyone's got either the the same level of thing or worse, which makes you go, well, God, maybe we're complaining about nothing. So I want to really know what's going on in people's kitchens and houses so that just so that I can go, okay, I've got a frame of, this is all right. Yep. This is meant to be sort of mental at the moment. Yep. Yep. You, know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was listening. I mean, I'm a big fan of your podcast and I just was sitting there <laughs> nodding through, you know, the previous apps that I've heard. <clears throat> and um, I don't know which – I know you're talking about like you want to bring the ones that are doing well down and the ones that are you know, <laughs> struggling up. And I think it's wonderful. But I was wondering which category I fit into. Right. Because um, the bubbers are pretty cool. Like Freddie's um, – I was walking uh, – leaving school with – I dropped Desmond at school in grade one and I had Freddie with me and he's he's three and – I go, come on, Freddie, Freddie, come on. And and one of the mums goes, oh, Freddie. Is his name Freddie? And he's a little blonde boy. Uh -huh. Oh, I know a lot of Freddies. I bet he's a little rascal, isn't he? Like, I bet he's a, 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 a <laughs> Freddie. How old is he? Three. Oh, three. Oh, here we and, and I was like, actually, no. The kid is sweet, affectionate. He brings Esme things when she's not happy, like their favourite toys. He's like really cool. And I'm like, yeah, they sleep. They, Freddie that's sleeps so, like me, aggressively, like asleep. Bang. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, see, that's nice. You know, but yeah. tell me, this was this a mother that was saying this to you? Yeah. Now, what what it goes through, it's an interesting thing to say to the father of a Freddie, a three-year-old Freddie, to start talking about his potential uh, criminality and kind of difficultness. Like, are they yeah. trying to just connect with you and go, like, assuming, well, he's three, he's probably pretty difficult. So I'll make that assumption to, to bond with. Yeah, I, that was the is sense that, of it. She was very, I mean, she's looking at this cute even, little boy with right. curly blonde hair and it's like, oh, I bet he's a little rap scum. Oh, okay. You know, it, it, not, type of, it wasn't so much, you know. Um, you're doomed. Or you're doomed. No, yeah. not, not like this podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was fine. But I just got to thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite lucky in that regard. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's a but, classic. It's a classic. Um, Bonding thing where you're going, don't worry. I know the kid's standing yeah. there all angelic, but I know that he's a little rat bag. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know? And I'm going, actually, and no. it's like, But it's not true. But that, it fails. And that stuff's great. It's great the way the parents try to kind of um, have this camaraderie by, this is sort of what I was getting at before. They'll say, yeah, and look, I know, God, it's so difficult when they do this. And, and, and you in a conversation you want to Find the common ground, mm. but I need—I don't need that at the moment. I need to know the truth of what's, like, what the fuck is going on here? Is—is—is is, is this? It's like the what's normal because yeah. there is no normal, obviously. Yeah. Too many factors. There's too many factors. Too many factors. Like and then, you're at home. Yeah. So you're the you're the you're the home guy. Right. Well, we're all at everything's home. Got, everything's okay. You're south of the city, which makes everything just easy for everyone. Oh, sun's out. Just on yeah, the beach. sun's out. You've got a beach. It's just like oh, holidays every day. Mm. Yeah, right. And you're and and yours, Brett. You're a single dad. Yeah, single dad. Yeah. So mm. that's a whole nother thing. So yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. Mm. Is that and how's that 
going for you? Is that, are you finding, because some people say it, it can be easier. In some ways, in the, you're just you with them. Like sometimes when Missy goes away on tour and I've just got, well, granted I've only, I'll only have one because yep. the other one's too small. But you can get into a routine where you're not trying to communicate with your partner. Like when you've got yeah. the kid, you've just got them and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's, I tend to agree with that. Like I, you know, we're a pretty successful separated couple. We live um, around the corner from each other. Everything's 50-50, kids are 50-50, money's 50-50. Everything's like just. And you get along okay. We get along great. So that's. She's a great mummy and we do, we do half, half. And um, so I've become something of a, (laughs) I'm a breakup specialist a lot of people going through stuff are calling me lately going how do right. I what do I do um I thought I said to Sam we should write a book like yeah. co- co-author a book about how to how to how to do it without lawyers and muck and mess but um but then a good writer said to me if you want to stay in this like solid relationship with uh, her, maybe don't write the don't book write the don't book. collaborate yeah. on a bloody book but yeah. um uh, yeah, I like, I get the kids on a Wednesday morning and, and give them back on a Saturday lunchtime mm-hmm. and then hit the pub, the theatre or whatever's going on, which is kind of mm. nice. Mm. And I was just saying like, you know, you, you kind of really miss them and then they turn up and then you're like, oh, I need a rest and off they go for, you know, yeah, half yeah. the week. So I kind of like it and I like that I get to be the dad I want to be. Right. There's no sort of oversight. I can just roll yeah. with it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if they spend a little bit too long on the iPad. There's no one to stop me from letting them do that, um, you know. Yeah. But I, I can sort of, you know, I can sort of roll along with it. And um, I like, yeah, I like, I like that. Mm. And um, yeah, it's working out really well. It's it's good. Well, and because there's a, you know, the, I, I grew up. Well, I was a little bit older when my parents split up. But there's, I know a lot of people who come from a, a divorced family, who the concern is not that their parents are together or not. It's whether they got along with them and whether the parents were happy. And like you can, people can stay together for the sake of the kids mm. and make their children's lives a misery. Yep. Um, when, if they were to just, because the, the kids ultimately don't really care. Well, you got yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're getting along great and nothing is traumatic and everything's, yeah. Then, then they'll go, hey, well, this is all right. Yeah, we, we go to all the, you know, functions <clears throat> together and, you know, walk to school yeah. occasionally together and have, you know, like go out for dinners and things. So, you know, the, our, our mantra has basically just been love them to bits, love yeah. them to bits, surround them with love and, um, and you know, and we – and never disparage each other in front of the kids. Like we're just totally right, right. like – I think their mum's – Fantastic. That's got to be the key yeah. to everything. It's Non-disparagement. The, yeah. We, yeah, we had this. We actually wrote this big document, like that we mm. wrote ourselves. It was a bit loyally, but we wrote it ourselves. And nuts. Clause one: We agree that we will not disparage that's each great. other in front of the kids. Yeah, or, it should or, be for all of us. That's it right. Should be. when you're living together. That. Don't do it. For yeah, the, yeah. yeah, I was thinking that actually because you we're finding now too that <clears throat> there's a lot of conversations. I mean, you figure this out as you go, but we're, we're having to make time now to have like parenting conversations. But the problem is, we don't have any time now. Yep. Suddenly, when you need it most to have these kind of parameters or, or kind of th- things that get you on the same page. Yep. Uh, you know, you, suddenly you, there's no time to even do that because by the time you've got the kids to bed, you're just exhausted. Yeah. But but having those kind of 
understandings, agreements, yeah. or a type of contract, if not a yeah. just an understanding. Yeah, it's weird to put your whole relationship into a, onto paper, but it's worked out really well. And several people have called me yeah. asking for um, it. I've actually it's, it's gone viral. Yeah. This um this which I'm happy to share. You know, I mean, a lot of it's a little redacted, but yeah, you know, it's 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 cool. It's um it sort of pertains to everything from you know how you spend Christmas Day to how you sort out cash to holidays to everything and it's it's got us through really really nicely and um i would just you know it's funny how many people want to get their pound of flesh on the way out of a relationship and shit where they eat basically and yeah and then they turn around and go i'd really like to go to new york and and they turn around to the the partner they've just slighted for the last six months and the part- yeah. partner goes fuck you and they wonder why yeah exactly it's like, oh this was meant to make me feel better i'm treating you like shit yeah, yeah. and uh, now i'm screwed because i've got no well, one but, no and help. So this is the advantage of being a, i mean look a lot of it comes down to luck doesn't it is and, and what sort of relationship Reasons for breaking up, yeah. things like that. Just, just some of that's a bit of luck. Zen. Do you reckon? So. Do you reckon, Brett, that there's a danger that your I, ideal, what appears to me I, idyllic <laughs> situation, right? Notwithstanding the, the, you know, the having to have a a break a relationship breakup. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's, there's let's that. Face it, there's that. that. Happened, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you reckon it might could accidentally encourage? Other people to go, oh, that looks pretty good. Well, it's not a bad lifestyle. I mean, <laughs> you know, in terms of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a single dad. Um, I get that wonderful time with the bubbers, but, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I have that autonomy in my life that I felt like I was missing, and I'm sure um, my ex did too, the kid's mummy. Um, <clears throat> look, you do have to, you do have to come to terms if you like this lifestyle. You do have to come to terms with the complete demise of your marriage, yeah. and. Um, you know, and that's that was relatively um, peaceful, and um, that was cool with us. Like we we felt that, and then of course the first thing you think is we are going to ruin these kids' life. Yeah. Like we are going to ruin their life, and sitting down and telling a kid who's three or four that um, yeah you're going to have two houses. You know that's that's no fun and um, very very frightening and incredibly gut wrenching. But then you realise the world doesn't cave in and and they're very um, resilient. They are they bounce and and they go around. Esme goes around bragging that she's got two houses and and if know. and if they're looking in your eyes and they know that the two of you are okay. Yeah. Like if you guys if 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 the couple split up under terrible stress oh. and, and hatred of each other, that's what kids pick up on. Absolutely. Like sure they'll be upset, they'll be confused or upset, but the world does that to people yep. and and they can they can They'll, they'll 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 find ways of creating a good narrative. Yeah, it's like, great. I mean, I remember doing that, having the two houses. I could talk to Dad the way I wanted to talk to him, and Mum the way I wanted to talk to him, because they were different sorts of people. Yeah, I, I could I could play them off against. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get a pony? <laughs> well, I knew what I could get away with. Uh, yeah, I knew what I could get away with with Dad, and what I could get away with with Mum. Or mm. get away with is not even the right term. I just knew what worked with them. I yep. knew the language of each of them, and so there was no interruption to that. It's funny, you know, there's so much pressure to, uh, and I've just made this short film actually, all about relationships and how, how what is a modern relationship look like? And, you know, the, in the film, the you know, the girlfriend turns up on the guy's doorstep and says, um, I, I'm, and she's like, you know, can I, can I come in late at night? He's like, awesome, awesome, awesome. And then she comes in with all her baggage behind her. Bags, all right, okay. And she goes, look, I know you're not good at change, but you're really good at what's happened and I'm moving in. 
Right. And and then this and he's like, no, I love this relationship. No, you no, you're not. And she's yeah. like, I love this relationship. I really am. And 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 it's all about that meditation of like what makes a, a good relationship mm. in this day and age. Mm. And and what um you know they then wreck the joint basically. But um it, it's interesting also what makes a family. You know, there's all mm. this pressure yeah that we're all talking about to be um you know the to to nail it as a parent yeah. as a family. And um, increasingly, families are create are, are, are taking on all different shapes and sizes. Some yeah. more successfully than others. And you know what? What's the best way? Yeah. Maybe the best way is move in next door and cut a hole in the fence. And, God, and, yeah. you know. and be less concerned about the logistical stuff and more about the 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 communication and the honesty. Yeah. Like if like maybe. A, a, an arrangement that looks kind of crazy on paper, the logistics of that arrangement, that, that that's that you can get past that pretty quick if if the headspace is right, if everyone's communicating, if everyone's happy, if everyone feels heard. Yeah, I mean that goes for the whole family, right? Yeah. Then that's then then if it is strange, um, kind of like a hole in the fence <laughs> through to the you know it it just doesn't matter it's it's same with different uh, structure you know two mothers and no yeah. father and all this stuff yeah. doesn't ultimately matter if love, if love. the love and communication yeah. is there yeah, the difference right? between my dad my dad lives in the bungalow yeah and and my dad my my mum won't let dad inside so he has to live in the bungalow yep that's enormous that's an entire <laughs> Different yeah. set of psychologies that the kids got to deal with. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's how do you word exactly the same thing? Dad's yeah. in the bungalow. Yeah. Because they've split up, and you know we're yeah. not all or even the not couch. Everything's going to be this ideal situation. He might still be under the roof, but if he's on the couch, you know, it's still it's or still, still in a the puzzle. bed or still in the bed. But you know, Brett, I'm just thinking too. Missy and I've been a bit haunted by a conversation we had with you oh, some time really? ago. Well, because it it it, <clears throat> it came at a <laughs> it came at a time when when we knew all these people who were having a second child yeah. and just splitting up. And and we just sort of were like the second kid splits you up. So I think I've had this unconsciously running and then when things got difficult recently because you when you got the two if there's a crisis happening with one you can deal with that but when there's two there's no room for each other. You start to not see mm. each other anymore. So when when I felt that sort of that the two of us getting a little bit further apart, not because we didn't like each other, just by reality, mm -hmm. I'm I'm hearing you, the, your words. Well, it wasn't your words; it was more your situation. Yeah, and you were okay in your situation. Yeah, yeah. But then there was all these other people who was like, and I, and I said to Missy. Do you think the second one's here to destroy us, to split us up? <laughs> oh, I hope but, not, Dan. <laughs> so do I. No, but we've. I think we've got past that because we've sort of talked a lot about it mm. and, and made time for us again because, holy shit, one, once there's two or more, you can just become these work colleagues who change yep. shifts. And that's. And I was really amazed at how difficult I found that because I'm, I was pretty good with the first one at dealing with how much um, so put it this way, the second time round, I've kind of resented the baby having so much of Missy's time. Mm. And I think that's because I've got all this work, work to do with the, with Sammy. And, and so our relationship, um, I know, I knew, always knew our relationship meant a lot to me, but it really does now. Yep. And, and I'm like, God, when's she going to stop breastfeeding? Because <laughs> you know, yeah. of that, that, that's so, oh, yeah. and, and I can't say, hey, why don't you just stop breastfeeding? Because 
that you don't say that to women who are breastfeeding because it's a very important yep. bonding. It's, yep. it's a complex Food source. hormonal. <laughs> well, but it's also, and this is the last baby. This is like, this is the last. But anyway. All, all that stuff has really landed on me. I'm but, sorry I haunted you, Dan. No, no. <laughs> but I've got to say, I, I reckon um, the biggest mistake we made as a couple was putting um, all our energy... Like, I'm here, you know, talking about how great the kids are. They're well-adjusted kids. They're yeah. friendly, happy. They look after each other. But we pumped so much time and energy into those kids. They're sleeping, yeah. you know, they're every, every bit of their existence. And what we didn't do was exactly as you described, yeah. pump energy into our relationship. And in anything in life, if you focus purely on one thing and you don't focus yeah. on the other thing, don't expect that other thing to thrive. No. Like it will wither on the vine. And so we put our energy into the kids and we put none into each other at all. So and then sure classic, enough, yeah. you know, so, and you think, oh no, I want to focus on, you know, the family and not so much the relationship because that's where my focus is at the moment. But if your focus is the family, then start pumping your time into your relationship. That was at yeah. least the learning and let's face it, if you go through this stuff, you want to learn from it. That was the learning totally. I took out of it was, um, yeah, by by inve investing time in the relationship, you actually are investing time in the family. Exactly. Even if it means nicking off for the weekend or, you know, or Making doing something time. that you have no time to do. Yeah. No, and so you actually did help me really because it just alerted me to the importance of that stuff. Because thinking about that made me go, well, we've got to make sure we, we come back to ourselves, which we've done recently. Yeah. We've started organising time to go out together and leave the kids with, um, well, yeah. I reckon that's the, that's the whole trick. But, but no. there's a period where that's hard. Oh, it's impossible. When, when one's totally dependent, so six months old, and the other one's in four-year-old Madland, yeah. where you, you kind of, like, we're only just willing to hand them over to even grandparents because because yeah. the screaming, it sounds like a fucking field hospital at our house <laughs> at seven o'clock. <laughs> There's screaming, limbs being sawn off, no <laughs> anaesthetic. And and to dump grandpa in the middle of that, yep. and he's like, oh, I just retire, I just want to retire. Yep. No, he's, he's not like that at all, but at least he's a doctor. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's hard in that time. So, you've just yeah. got to hold on and then try to input time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you're going to, I reckon if you take those credits out of the relationship, like you built up all these credits before you got married, like, right. like <laughs> this, and, and you know, the, the surprise that you gave Missy for her birthday and credits, credits, right, credits, right. credits. And then I reckon once you have kids, you start withdrawing from the relationship. Like you don't have time for it. So, you just withdraw the credits. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you know, you start going, okay, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. So, the credits go down again. And you just don't want to get into negative. Credits where you know you've built them all up and then you start taking them away. <laughs> and, yes, yeah, because you then get you underwater. start and then you start looking at each other differently. Yeah, because you, 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 you don't want to go away for the weekend. You don't want to go with each other. Right. Just shitting you to tears. Yep. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because then you're not allies anymore. I've been very conscious of. It's very easy w when you've got this shared goal. It's strange, isn't it? Because you, you can start to. You've got to try and spin it together. Yeah, yeah. it's like with my the, the anger that I've been dealing with. Uh, my sort of short fuse with him, which has improved a lot since I've been using this podcast as therapy. Uh, but um, what about the future, though? I mean, you, we, we've got so far, you've got five and three. Six and three, yeah. Six and three, and it's you're the poster boy. For well, I don't know about that, mate. I haven't gone through the me. tough stuff. <laughs> but the, but the, there's also, we, we were talking before about everything we've just spoken about, the the – the, the the pressure of having the kids there mm. takes the credits away and can end up either demise or the or the or the long term irreparability 
of a people that don't split up still are still damaged and still kind of shit, which is worse for the kids, I'm sure of it. Mm. But what about the stage when they blame themselves for that? It's a thing from the movies, but is it a real thing? Is it something you thought about? Um, yeah, I think I would tell them a sort of a prescient version of what I just told you is that, you know, we handled um, each other not very well. You know, at a time. Like it had nothing to do with them. It was to yeah. do with how we, um, uh, how, you know, our relationship and how we, we handled it. Um, and so, you know, it's sort of, um, God, we're 20 minutes in. I'm already like, you know, we're, we're going to cr- join together and all have a man hug and cry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it, I just can't see that um, they had really much to do with it. I think it was an existing, existing problem that got exacerbated. So, you know, successful 10-year relationship, I see it as. Yeah, yeah. um, Where we had this amazing, you know, uh, um, outcome. Yeah. And moved on and we're both deliriously happy about it. And, um, yeah. And I I don't think the kids will get too much into that stuff when they're older if if you're happy. Depends on the rhetoric. If you're you're sitting around going, oh, yeah, you know, we – Constantly when they're 12, 13 and start getting super sensitive and hormonal. Yeah. And you're saying, yeah, we, we, we you know, they hear you saying to your mates, oh, yeah, we, as soon as we had the kids, it just like. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want that, you know, do you? It, I mean, you're Ghost of Christmas Future, so, you know, you should be advising me on this. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, um, I think having the, um, just being able to say your mum's the best mum in the world. This whole yeah. thing just works so much better when yeah. she's around the corner totally. and not in, you know, and we're not together. Um, we're such, we're so much closer. You know, you, you've yeah. grown up in such a, an environment that's got so little conflict in it and so much. Yeah. You know, we we couldn't be happier. And yeah. that really um, is what matters. If if they have to sit around listening to their drunk father bitching about their mother or something, that's yeah. that's the problem. And that's yeah, worse. And people can't avoid that situation. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, when that yeah, happens, so, it's, yeah. it's completely yeah. You can't avoid it, like in the real bad situations. Yeah, I like can't that. imagine or no. drunk drunk mothers. Yeah, who've yep. got full, you know, full custody except every fortnight. Yeah, uh, it must be just a hell zone for some dudes yeah. and women. Yeah, yeah. Or everybody. Yeah, who, who the other one? You, you, they've got the right. They're the parent, and if they're gone, if they're gone down a bad road. It must be just horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Don't go down a bad road. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you like? I don't know anything about your situation, Derek. Yeah. Did you? Did you? I mean, you got ten and 11, 11 year old. Nine and eleven. Nine and eleven. Yeah. So, h- how did it all go for you in terms of your relationship? While you the were- same shit. Like we, we, yeah, we're still together. We've been together since the day after the twin tower thing. Yep. <laughs> That's the only way I remember dates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife rang me early. Uh, oh. Derek said, come lunch. home with me, the world's about to end. Pretty much. I and just then he tapped got in a... on the fear. <laughs> <laughs> he feared Call me Donald. Opportunistic. <laughs> I love it. Quick, quick, marry me. Marry me, we'll be dead tomorrow. Yes, last chance. Yeah. Last chance for a cancerian. But do you have to do this stuff? I mean, you have to try and bloody get some time together. And should. D- or have to or whatever. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's... should. I mean, having said all that, we, I think we're going away. This weekend, begrudgingly, <laughs> to each worth, <laughs> yeah. without the kids. Oh, so. Dan will miss you. <laughs> I'll miss you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. On my own, in here. No, I'll be, I'll be on Instagram all the time. Yeah, we'll... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. Sorry. No, no, it's, yeah, we, so we're together a long time, then had kids and, you know, a bit volatile here and there, but mm. 
But yeah, pretty much the same. But that that period was freaking heinous. Mm. It was like, geez, get me out of here. You yeah. just don't you know, know what's going but, on. But I mean, I just, you think to yeah. yourself, you think, get me out of here, but get me out of what? Yeah, it's 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 you know it's parenting tiny kids <sighs> that that I'm complaining about. I, I used to I used to I used to think. I can't wait till he's old enough to talk and he can follow me around asking me questions. And, <laughs> and I'll be like, right? Because I'll be like, so I'll now. just teach him gibberish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've resorted to. Because, but, but I thought, and 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 sometimes it, it, we do this. We go, we're in the garden. I, I'm a big gardener, bonsai, all that stuff. I, I'll sort of get into all the plants and we'll talk about insects and find bugs, and he'll ask me questions about the universe and biology, and that's all fine. But then other times. You know those that questioning that's just like the why 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 questioning. It doesn't really matter what it was, but he'll he'll be grilling me about in traffic like, who's that? And I go, I don't know. It's a guy walking across the road. Where does he live? What? I don't know where he lives, but he must live somewhere, right? Well, I suppose so, unless he's homeless. But he doesn't look homeless. Does he know that guy over there? Does he? Do you reckon he know? And and this this relentless. And then he goes from that into these strange ontological kind of philosophical questions about you know why why left or, or how is blue or or, or or something. And he goes in there, and but then he gets fucking angry at me if I can't answer. No it. need and for I, a DNA test for Dan. <laughs> <I'm, I'm, laughs> He's clearly my son. But I'm like almost in tears at the red light because <laughs> because I can't explain the home life of the guy that built the red light in the factory. Just and get on the phone and, and, and ring he's, me. And he's angry. <laughs> Where does he live and why? Does he, does he like it? How are his relationships? I don't know. I don't know who they are. Please, he's please asking stop asking you to tell a story. Just and then tell him a story. But see, that's when Bullshit. I resort to a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> are you Alphonse Pufati? Blah, blah, blah. Like, because what the fuck? Like, I, pr- I was so excited about the questions. Don't care for what you wish for. They're so difficult. You would be the best and dad. And repetitive. Wow. You would be the best dad. I wish, you know, it's so cool. I wish I had Alphonse Poufarts yeah. in my life. Poufarts? Yeah. Alphonse Poufarts. <laughs> I want to reassure you, Dan. It's, I think you're doing all right. Yeah. Well, I, I but look, this is why we're, we're, well, this is why I'm here because this is, uh, I, I want to talk about this stuff with people and I figure that if people hear other people not dealing with it or finding little ways to deal with things, mm. that they might just, do not feel quite so alone or, you know, uh, because it, there are times of great loneliness. Yeah. Together with these. Isn't it incredible the way you go from the most extraordinary moment of connection to, to yes. I don't want to be your little boy anymore? <laughs> oh, God. What? It's every <laughs> yeah. time you say that. You I... know, I don't love mummy. Yeah. Oh, righto. I never will. <laughs> it's like, so true. Now, the, and, and all of them say shit like that because yep. they're messing around with it. But we're also emotional human beings as well. <laughs> yeah. We have souls and yeah. hearts and emotions. Have you thrown a fake and, cry at him? <laughs> have you done that? Well, you fake getting I, angry and upset, haven't you? I have you done do that. every second time. Even though you're <laughs> proud real. of them. Yeah. But yeah. Look, I, I've done it. I've gone, oh, what do I do here? I want... I want this kid to know. I'll burst into tears. I want this kid to know that they've just really hurt me. Mm. I, one, the big one for me when I discovered the the fake crying thing, and it, <laughs> I don't think it's good, and I'm not saying it's a clever <laughs> idea. You want a tip, Stan? Yeah. <laughs> but was when they 
they were arguing about something and one of them was had to have lied. There was no doubt about it. There was only <laughs> there was no mutually exclusivity. One of them was lying to my face. So I just went, I don't know what to do here because there's no way I'm going to choose which one's the best liar and give them the prize, right? So one of them was lying and I just I just I just kind of I went Let's go. I'm, and I just bro- like I broke down and went off, you know, covering my face like a soccer player because <laughs> I'm not that good an actor. <laughs> and uh, and just went off going, oh, I- and blub. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I was like pretty <laughs> hammy. That's brilliant. And I just went full sadness. Um, and they're going, what's the matter? And they both snapped out of their hatred of each other and went straight to, what's the matter with him? Yeah. What's the matter, Dad? Don't be sad. And the girl obviously is much better than the boy because there's a massive difference in their ability to communicate emotions. So oh. she's going, Dad, it's all right. I'm going, no, it's not all right, Clover. I'm one of my kids is a liar. And this was the, <laughs> oh, and this was the, brilliant. and this was the, that was the clincher. And they both had to process the fact that one of my kids is a liar, and it kind of, and the whole who lied became irrelevant. And the one oh. who the one who did lie was like fuck. And the other, the one who didn't lie, wow! It, it all just became open and bare. If you take nothing from this podcast, listeners, <laughs> take that. Kids. Learn to fake bullshit cry. your kids. That's bullshit your awesome. Kids. But sometimes it's very important. Yeah, not all the time though. Yeah. But well, you do it. you do what you got to do. It's a ha- yeah. I want. There's something I want to talk about, and I know Dan's going to cringe. We have a segment every week, a new segment that we're starting now called. He, ma- he makes this up, by the way, <laughs> on the fly. He just says it. Everyone gets their own segment. Go on. Oh, great segment. That we never do again. <laughs> called Derek's Neighbours Name Drop List. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how to bring things up. You were on Neighbours. Yeah. Yes, a long time ago. Um, I was on Neighbours for a, a, a little while. Do yeah. people still bring that up to you? Yep. Oh, God. Well, because, am case I not point? a people? Case in point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was awesome. I loved being on Neighbours um, in 97, 98. So I was around was the time I. of um, Lance and Anne were the twins, Brooke Satchwell and Andrew Bibby. And, oh. um, and uh, I was their big brother, Ben. Oh. So you were a boy at the time, obviously. I was 21, 22. Okay. Yeah. That's um, right. And you had long kind of curly hair, didn't I you? I did for a while sort of like... and I went through many changes. Yeah. Yes. How old was Toadie then? Uh, he my would have point been... of reference. Was he a bit younger than me? So he'd be... He was he been... in there still? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. in those days. Yep. He was... Um, he would have been tw- oh, 20, just under 20, 19. 20 years old. It was awesome. It was a great way to... If you're 21 and you get to be a C-grade celebrity... Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, very It was envious. great. Was yeah. that was that your first kind of major mm. job? Yeah, I was going, how easy is this, this acting yeah. caper? Like I remember being interviewed and they go, do you worry about the volatility in your work? And I'm like, well, you know, if you really love your craft, then, you know, you just keep going. I, yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I was 21, yeah. earning a nice salary and um, being, uh, you know, going to nightclubs and being um, recognised and, you know, mm. it was lovely. Mm. Um, so, you know, that I was no my complaints. dream at the same time. I thought, well, oh, you, I would love to get on. Well, the girl not, not from as the, an actor, but just 
just to have my face on TV yeah. on Neighbours. That it's a dream I had for a long time. After your disappointment with the um, supermarket trolley, I can well, understand I, you want to get back on the exactly. horse. Exactly, get trendy again. Yeah, <laughs> it was really awesome um, and a great way to learn to be an actor because mm. it's so fast and so right. no one goes on Neighbours and goes, oh, gee, that was a breeze. Like it's really hard to well, do well. a lot of great actors have gone through Neighbours yeah. and then and – in fact, probably most Australian nice. actors have been on Neighbours at some yeah, point awesome. or any of those shows. Because awesome. you do literally have to just, you just get the pages and you just say them. It's like 20, I mean, to put it in perspective, like a film shoots like four or five minutes a day, generally mm. speaking, and Neighbours I think are up to around 28 mm. minutes yeah, right. a day. Wow. So it's just a huge amount. You do hear about the work the the work being kind of intensive. Yeah, it's great. It's, but it was a great way to learn and great cast. You know, the, you know, there's great actors on there who are lovely people. Mm. And, yeah, mm. it was really cool. I was tucked under the wing and, you know, wow, I went. And it was it was brilliant. Got a lot harder after that Yeah, um, as an actor. But, uh, yeah, no. It was, it was being on Neighbours a problem back then for getting other work? Not really. I, I don't think – I think it's to do with um, if you're any good. Right. If you're any good. So it's a you know, if if you're a good actor you'll you'll rise to the surface eventually and yeah. if you're um not then you'll go and do something else, you know, and that's generally the way it worked out, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah, yeah. But in in, in um these type situations though, if you're a good actor, is that something that that actually shows to the audience or is that something that the industry clearly knows? You turn up, you're professional, you remember your lines and yeah. also you act the role, you do what the director says and it because works. Because it's a particular it's type of acting too. Like you have to know how to do that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I wouldn't know, Derek, about the good ones. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Let's just assume you're one of the good okay, ones. Right. <laughs> um, no, look, it, it's, um, it's pretty evident. It's like, you know, in yeah. Australian Idol where someone like walks up to the microphone and then they sing for like – a second and a half, and you know if they've yeah. got any chops. And to the right. trained eye, um, the same is true of acting. I mean, now it's way more Instagrammy, and you've got to have a lot of followers and all that sort of stuff really helps mm. you get a gig on these sort of things, yeah. which is incredibly frustrating for us Gen yeah. Xs and whatever upwards who are going, what the fuck? Mm. But, um, you know, that's the way the world works. That's all right. But, um, yeah, I, you know, you know. And and I don't think neighbor being on Neighbours impacts you one way or the other. If you've got the chops, you've got the chops. Do you want to hear my list? Go. Starting with well, Guy is this, is this people you know? Ran in, yeah. I ran into <laughs> plain Jane Superbrain in Box Hill Shopping Centre. I saw, uh, I saw personal, her, Annie really Jones, count. I saw yeah. her yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah, we were doing a, a table read for a show. Yeah. She's wonderful. Oh, the, the girl one who played her. Jane. Yeah. The woman yeah. who played Jane. One of my first crushes. My all-time favourite. Yeah. My all-time favourite. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Um, Guy Pierce. Asked my then fiance out to lunch, mm. but I so I never met him, so it doesn't count for me. But it's good, Brad. <laughs> it means yeah. she was good looking, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gives Presumably. me some credit. Um, I made a table for Ian, uh, known as Harold. Yes, yeah. Made a table. He was into mosaic art. Yes, playing the part. <laughs> so I made a table when I He's used to a do fabrication. Guy. What else have I got? My brother-in-law in your era was on the opening credits, jumping into a pool. Being a hot uh, guy, <laughs> like like a, like a model. Sort yeah, of yeah, in, in the yeah. Jason's a um, half Filipino, half uh, Sydney. Right. I guess red hair and freckles, <laughs> sort of thing. So he was a, you know, that exotic, that exotic look. Right. So they used him in the opening credits, hopping in the pool, being a 
just a hot guy. To tick certain boxes yeah, 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 to yeah, the yeah. inclusive. Yep. Of, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It was just, it was just super hot. Sorry, I'm being cynical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, what else have I got? Uh, Simo is a friend of mine, Simon Buchanan. Oh, yes. Not allowed to call her Simo. Whoops. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Simo. <laughs> mm. uh, oh, I'm running out. There's more. I made a bed for a guy maybe in your era as well. Dan, his name was. Which one? There's Handsome guy. Dan McPherson. Mm, what's the other He's one? He's on Strapback now. Dan Paris was on at my time. Paris, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Strapping lad. Made him a bed. <laughs> you made Beautiful him a bed. bed. Yeah, with the Oh, I see. Gig. You didn't make the bed. No. You, you made a bed. You constructed <laughs> yes, I was doing the room bed. service one day. That's not a name drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Derek was a room service. <laughs> Trolley dolly. So yeah, and, and so I like I. I'm, you're connected. I'm so glad that you're uh, you're on my list. Now I'm on your. I'm so proud to yeah, be on your list. It's ongoing. Yeah. Mm. It's ongoing. So you're you done now, Derek. So There'll be more, so but so I'll just sort of, I, later just on. Chime just, in when you're talking about your actual, you know, your what you're doing right now. I'll just jump in with another name. Great. And stop the whole conversation. How are you? How are you? Coping with your creative, because I want to talk to you about this because it's something I am dealing with too. Is the is your you write as well? You you, you write screenplays mm. and various things, Odds and right? Um, what's that? Odds and ends. Odds yep. and ends. Yes. And so, how are you finding that with with kids? Oh well, you've you haven't got them the whole time now too. So. No, but do so, you write in between? Yeah, writing. Acting, like at the moment I'm doing a play at Red Stitch called Dance Nation that will probably mm. be finished by the time this comes out, I would say. Mm. But um, it's the first time I've done a play as a single dad. Oh, right. And that's an incredibly daunting thing because um, it's five weeks of going to the kids, bye, um, uh, yeah. every night and going and doing the show. And you're rehearsing for five weeks and you perform for five weeks. So you go, how am I going to do this? I got the kids every Wednesday to every Saturday. I'm mm. on stage every Wednesday to every Sunday. This is crazy. But I kind of felt like I had to do it. And it's a nightmare. I mean, fortunately, I had my parents able to help. But I just basically took my fee that I was getting for the play and I went, this is my babysitting money. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope to break <laughs> even. Yeah. And uh, it's because yeah, 100 bucks every night you get a babysitter. You know, you don't have yeah. to use a lawyer to babysit. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. need it, some 14-year-old. I've got a really? lot of support. And even um, Sam, the kid's mummy, has has said, I'll take the kids, you know, on the nights, some some nights that mm. you, you yeah. know, you, you're on and then you take them nights you're not on and we've yeah. just sort of switched things around a little. So I've had help. And actually I'm quite buoyed by the, by the, the experience because I'm like going, okay, you know, this has not killed me and now I'm going, I feel a bit more confident doing it again. Mm. But um, – yeah, it is, it, you know, it's lo like I have three and a half, four days a week, what, three and a half days a week where I am, you know, like I have a partner, I can go out for dinner, I can do all the things that I couldn't do, go away, go to wineries and see theatre and do whatever we want to do. Yeah. But those three and a half days where we have the kids, where I have the kids, it is all me and um, mm. it's so just getting here today, mm. like if, if I wasn't, you know, that's 88 bucks to send uh, Esme to – Freddie was in childcare anyway, but Esme to um, a school holiday program. Mm. Um, that's just boom. I mean, there is no one else. You know, as, as much as everyone tries, you just can't take the piss. Mm. So, you know, it's um, – the buck stops with you and every moment of that time is, is very intense. And so yeah. I guess you're just trying to angle stuff into slots where you have – 
availability, but there are times when you are just going nowhere and um, there is no one to turn to. Yeah. Um, uh, there are times when there is no one to – often there is because, you know, supporters, yeah. I can't yeah. say, you know, <clears throat> sit here and say, I'm getting no help, I'm getting extraordinary help. But, yeah, it's um, – especially when you don't have – I don't have a real job. You know, mm. I've been an actor for twenty years, so you're just scrambling and hustling as 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 you do, and it's mm. um it's a massive puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so. got to get better because you know you can say, "Go and get me a pie." <laughs> they get like yeah. they become actually handy, beneficial. Yeah. Well, you would state, know. Eventually. Yeah, I can I've feel it getting get easier. Me pie now. That's the big step we've made this holiday. Oh, that's awesome. Off you go, get a pie. Do you know what's been a big step for me? There's two things. First of all, Esme is able to strap herself in in the car. Nice. Oh, that'd be Game nice. changer. Yep. Mm. Game changer. You can get in the car and you just put Freddie in and then you get in the car and go. Like, huge. And you say, are you clipped in? Yeah. yeah. She says, go, Dad, yeah. and I can go. The other awesome. game changer is at the bottom of the fridge, Saturday morning, you can set up, I set up all their little breakfast squeezies, <laughs> their little juices, their little yogurts, all the things on the bottom shelf of the fridge where they can reach it and they can get it. They know how to use the Apple TV. And they can wake up and you're knackered or, you you know, you're in bed and you go, off you go. And they go to the fridge and they get all their brekkie oh. and they see their little crackers that they like to eat and they mm. sit and they have their brekkie and they have their juice yeah. and they turn on Netflix and you're still asleep. And they feel a little bit independent. Brilliant. They, they oh, feel... It's their time. It's their house. It's their time. Yeah. I didn't discover that till mine were, I don't know, last week. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, maybe a couple of years back. Mm. But but that's a great idea to preset it. Oh, I just don't have that. Not before. Whereas for me, on the other hand, when it comes to getting in the car, so Esme straps herself in, Sammy gets in and immediately climbs into the boot. <laughs> and then I have to spend 20 minutes coaxing him out of the boot. You can just see the top of his head and him going, no, I'm down in here. This is a cave. There's a dragon. I'm fighting the dragon. Stay away, father. Save yourself. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. We're not even out of the garage yet. This is this is just to go to the shop. Then you gotta coax him out of the car. Then you gotta coax him into wherever. It's like this is the and then you're reading all the parenting books. Don't batter them. Don't batter them. <laughs> Oh, do, do books actually say that or do they assume that? Don't batter them. Don't no no. It's like the first page. I know sometimes you just want to drag them by the scruff of the neck you somewhere. You can do that. You say, I'm the dragon. I'm Open the, the dragon. gate. Grab the well, kid. This, but, hey, and this is the thing. Some of it is just you got you, you can play along. We've talked about this. Mm. They're, they're doing all this stuff because they want more connection time or whatever they're doing. Mm. I mean, they're just doing it because they're four-year-olds. But I can fight it and get out angry and impatient and he'll stick in, dig his heels mm. in more. And if you looked at if you looked at the grand scheme of things and the timing, you go, well, so that might have taken me ten minutes to get him out of the car. But it probably, if I just sat with him and talked to him, and or played along with the thing, it, it might take five minutes. You know, it, it seems like you're wasting time or you're not going to get things done. Yeah. But in the long run, playing along with it, trying to find a way to enjoy it and play along with it. Yeah, you must go to the reason. sacred throne of yeah. car seat but where you'll be immune from the dragon. Yeah, and you can't, you know, they, they, you just it's, have a, to. it's a bit of both. It's like mm. we're, we're, often the, the, the path of least resistance isn't the one no, that you think it is. And that's what I'm trying to get my head around is how to play that on top of being really tired. Have you tried bribery? Well, we do a bit of bribery, yeah. But he's hard to bribe, you know. He's one of those kids where you go, You need to find something they really want, really find Give you an ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now they've learned that they can say yeah, you'll give them an ice cream and they don't have to give you anything in return. <laughs> You've got to go in hard. Wait till they're addicted to screen time. Fucking Well, no, he already is. Jesus, it's helpful when kids like the telly, isn't it? (laughs) That's a weak ban if you do that again. I've unplugged our telly and gone, lifted it to take it to cash converters. You're unreal. Although I don't say that, I say giving it to the poor kids. They go, Mum said we are the poor kids. I said, that's just (laughs) Mum. That's just Mum talking. (laughs) Poor kids don't have three ice creams on school. The TV was broken for six weeks recently. We, we We didn't even watch it. We told him it was broken because there was too many meltdowns when we'd turn it off. Right. And and it's it's hard because I can't help feeling that by really severely limiting it, you fetishize it and mm. you make it more kind of this thing. So he's super intense about it. But on the other hand, we can't just we can't just let him do what he wants because he'll just watch it twenty four hours a day. Yeah. So what the fuck do you do with that? How do you, where, where do you stand on screen slash TV? It took and- me ages to get Freddie interested in television. <laughs> <laughs> I was working on it so hard. Finally look got him. Look, it. look at this. It's yeah. great. Oh, it's great. There's a show. And he's like, I don't care, Dad. I just want to play. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. uh, I just need some a little bit of time to get dinner ready or something, you know, like throw me a bone. But now he's cool with it. Look, um, I – look, there – Oh, where do you start? Like, where do you get start? down. Because you're not going to ruin them. I mean, it's not like you're putting them there for eight hours a day. I, then- my experience with television, and correct, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, there is a golden age of television going on at the moment for adults. Right. There's amazing cable shows. I know you're a free-to-air man and I'm... No, I'm not. Not sure about that. You're no. talking about commercial television. You I'll love a commercial no, television. No, no. These days, the only ever free-to-air I'll watch will be Matt, Married at First Sight, and that, and I watched that an hour later on the internet. <laughs> thank you for admitting so that. Can't talk in public. So, TV. As I mean, apart from being a profession of mine in in some yeah. form, it has has in you know I think it's enriched my life in yes. a very positive way because mm. there's such great stuff out there. Mm. Now, the, there's a lot of good television out there. Kids are learning yeah. a lot. They're learning about language, communication, friendships. You know how how social social. You've just got to like, surely you just go, okay, well, as much as you sit in front of the TV, you've also got to go out and, and play, but as a, you know, and, and get out on the trampoline um, in equal part, that would be the perfect, mm. you know, at least in equal part. But as a single dad, man, you need that yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. You cannot yeah. get anything done. Like I have to work from home. Yeah. You know, I've got a phone call to make or a thing. There, you know, I need, uh, I need that help. Yeah, yeah totally. And, and you can, you can, because there is a range of stuff now, you can um, train them to be selective. You, you, can, right. you can help them to be um, uh, considerate consumers of television rather than just Absolutely. bung them in front of anything. And you, you can, can kind my, of yeah. get in, get involve them. What do you like? You, yeah, what was the message of that? You know, you watch, yeah. you know, you watch How to Train Your Dragon. What's the, what's the, you know, you can yeah. talk to them about what the message was. Yeah. The other thing that really poisoned, I think, our parents against television was commercials because, um, yeah. Because, you know, we're wanting the latest piece of shit that's advertised oh, plastic true. junk. Yeah. And my kids don't know what a commercial is. Yes. Like they, because same. they're watching Netflix or they're watching ABC Kids. True, so yeah. that we they're not, you know, they're not exposed to all that. And when they are, my God, like, I mean, almost never. But if they're watching, like if they're at the Holiday House and they're watching something um, – and there's no Netflix or whatever, you know, they, 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 they're like, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that. And it hits them pretty it. hard. My guys did that as well. They watch, yeah. they watch Netflix and that's pretty much it. Yep. Um, but they, 
yeah, they for some reason there was some show and they started discovered free to air, which is never on, and they found out how to work that. Yeah, and yeah, then the demands come in. Right, I want oh that. Puts them in touch with exactly the, uh, not just what's available. Sure, eventually the boy will come over from school with some yeah. life changing demands. If I don't get this, my life's ruined. Yeah, I want this spinning top toy or whatever. Sometimes it's pretty funny when yeah. you go, it's a it's a fucking spinning top. Son. Yeah, why is it? It's, it's not a Krypton Kron or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I've got to have that one. But everything's collectible now, so yeah, one toy isn't enough. They. All the producers now, it's like that Coles thing with all those knickknacks they give you. Yeah. Right? Everything's collectible. One toy that spins and battles in a battling gladiators vibe is is not enough because you want the, you want that one and that one. It's all about this collectability. They're mm. pushing it so hard. Oh, and they, the television just launches them straight into a, a controlled advertisement. Yeah, not just the other boys, and they're not just processing the other boys oh, at school. It's terrifying. Well, I fear the worst is ahead terrible. of me on this. Yeah, stay anyway, away from free to air. But, but, yeah. but look, and, and well, totally free, stay away from free to air. Give 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 them give them some agency in it. Teach them to be conscious and aware of media they consume and what they're interested in and stuff like that. You teach them to be conscious sort of viewers. Um, but or, and. You know, well, you know, the other thing that I found was good is on YouTube, you can show them things like he was obsessed with factories. I want, I want to see a bicycle factory. So you can, great thing about YouTube is you can find anything. Yeah. You can go, all right, let's see how bikes are made. Yes. And, or it's how, how yeah. orange juice factories work. So he wants to do all that. You just got to be careful not to let it just keep rolling because there could be yep. anything on YouTube. Yeah. So there are ways now of finding interesting stuff but then we just had such a behavioral problem after you turned it off yeah that it w wasn't worth it yeah um but we're not in the situation you're in either so we, we have the ability to turn it off and weather the storm yeah and yeah and, 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 and see that's part of what you have to do as a parent too is is have the boundaries and then deal with the sometimes you don't you just rather not have it but then i go well we need to say to him Yes, you can do that. And if he wants to be upset afterwards, then that's what he has to learn to deal with as well. Yeah. Learn with, learn to deal with the, the horrors of um, moderation. God knows I hate moderation. And you, don't have to you don't have to train them to be adults all at once anyway. Yeah. No. Like, you know, a little bit at a time is fine as long as you're not traumatising them. Yeah. I worry, I worry a little bit about the, the life without free-to-air mm -hmm. because uh, reward sensors. So something a mate told me years ago that worried me was about how the computer games and everything everything's designed to trigger a reward sense. Dopamine. So the physical yeah. the physical brains of children are growing differently in experiments, whether it's where they can play com certain computer games and things like mm. that. And so they're, they're requiring no longer, the kids. Of... We binge. We're first. We're the guinea pigs. Mm -hmm. We sit there looking at our phones, going, "Get off your phone," or "Get off your computer," <laughs> yeah. right? And we look up in just with just enough time to tell them to turn the computer off. But also binge watching TV, like Clover can sit down there and turn on a series of unfortunate events, which is a fabulous show, right? But she can just watch them all mm -hmm. over and over again, round and round and round. Yeah, we had to wait for you know you wait for an episode to come out. Yeah, you have to wait. It's four thirty every every week on Monday, and yeah. then you've got to wait for that. But they don't, so that's one slight yeah. negative. So or, we're screwed. Or, 
We're screwed. <laughs> I mean, you're not alone in trying to work out how to get the kids on the television. No, I think no. if you if you're worried about if you're doing this podcast because you want to share your you know your, your stresses about being alone in the world as a father, I'd say that's pretty fucking straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's um the you know there's the parents across the nation nodding their heads going yeah you can't you know how do you too much yeah too much and you yeah. you you're, you're poisoning your kids too little it becomes a reward situation where you know you yeah. yes it is creating demand. And I just have such a fear of addiction too, because of my own history. You know, I've, I've, I'm I'm scared of of I'm scared of making something so sort of um, exotic and rare, and and that that it becomes really that it goes underground. You know, things mm. get perverted when they're mm. not allowed. Yeah. Um, I don't want to um, fetishize something, but at the same time. <clears throat> Oh God! Every- I mean, it's hard because you need to deal with your emotions about not being able to have your dopamine hit, yep. or your serotonin hit, or your whatever it is that the drug or the thing does yeah. for you. But then you're also dealing with the differences in each kid, yeah. and how happy they are at home, how happy their parents are. I mean, I know my how how stressed I am will affect them in certain ways. Taking care of our relationship is ultimately going to help them. More than the television. Sounds thing. like Sam's having an amazing adventure. Your place. <laughs> yeah. He's fighting dragons. Yeah. He's finding bugs. He's yeah. got a secret cave in the back of the car. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, it just brings up all your own. They're exposed to stuff. You can't You can't sort of set it all in. You can't set something up in, in motion that, okay, he's not going to have television because I'm worried about he's addicted to television. Yeah. You know, as the years go on, they're exposed to more and more outside world stuff. Grandparents, aunties, uncles, yeah. other people. Other parents, mm. you know what I mean? Like it's no good Brett just deciding quietly to say no TV for the kids and then a week later that without having a, a discussion uh, across the board and you're highly likely to not get a good result for, from demanding that the whole other household gets turning, turned upside right. down by some rule. Right. And, you know, I'm sure Sam's looking at me, my, my Sam, my, um, the kid's mummy, and going, oh, gee, you know, the way he does that, I'm not sure about this or that. But, you know, that's yeah, yeah. tough yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> to an extent. I mean, everything's a compromise, but, gee yeah. whiz, you know, you've got you to own it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, fascinating. Mm. It is. Yeah, it's. I love that I'm sitting here with two guys who are like doing it pretty tough, freaking out. Um, <laughs> in terms of just no, just in terms of like last night, you're both up, you know, like buggered and doing yeah. what dads do, and I've just you know shoved Esme into summer camp, school camp day, and we're yeah. just here, you know, broke and Fucking asleep, holiday. holidays, and yeah. buggered and um and shooting the shit, and I think that's um that in itself is just wonderful, like you know where it's so involved. Um, in these kids' lives, and I think it's you know trying out. Well, that's and that's what everyone says. If you if, the fact that you're even asking or discussing these issues with people means that you're one of a group of parents who actually give a shit. Because mm. some people don't even know or care that they're. I mean, no one wants to hurt their children, but some people aren't even thinking about that. Yeah. So you can make all sorts of mistakes uh, as long as you sort of. You're trying to improve. And, and you know, the, the biggest thing I've learned, I think, recently is just the, the amount of work that I can either do on myself or choose not to do on myself because that's – he's just being four and she's just being seven months old and they can't help that. They're, they're trying all these things out. But yeah. but but whether I want to update my software and, and rise to the sort of challenge, if I do that, whether I get it right or not – 
I'm at least modelling to them that that you that you can make an effort, that you can try things out, you can fail, and still you know. Yep. So that's a that's a good. They thing. can yeah. sense when you're having a good crack, and it's about them. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, well every, everything we're going through here in this lecture or whatever we're doing with the kids at the time that you might think I'm tormenting them, making them have a talk about this or what that. They're still absorbing one main thing, even if it's not the point. Yeah, it's the fact that you're engaging in them. Yeah, that's you know, right. And I always include the words, you know, this is for you. I'm, we're doing this for you. Yeah, you know, we're having this talk to try and help you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. be a better person or get more out of life. I've got to hang out with you more. It's, uh, <laughs> doing all right. Come back on the show. Yeah, all right. Well, <clears throat> thanks for coming in, Brett. You're welcome, guys. Fantastic. Great to talk about that stuff and uh, get a few things off my chest. I hope this just doesn't turn into me trying to squeeze sort of therapy moments out of everyone. Or maybe that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Thirty percent therapy. As long as it fine. remains a conversation and <laughs> no, not just yeah. me venting. But uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you soon. So you've got a shot red stitch at the moment. Yeah, Dance Nation, but yeah, it finishes. Oh, it'll be finished finish by the time. Yeah, I think so, but, you know, there'll be something else. Red stitch is always. There's always something on at red stitch. Always something on, and, and hopefully it'll be your play soon enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm still I'm still working on a play with you guys, with Ella particularly. Mm. I think I'm getting close. I think I'm getting close. That's the word on yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm. man, squeezing that stuff in with the kids is so hard. Like, we, oh. we I did that development at Red Stitch yeah. maybe a month ago mm. now. And I've only just this week even looked at it. Yep. Because luckily we had a lot of notes and I remember what we, we got to. But just to even, like when it takes four weeks to just kind of yep. make that, isn't it amazing? into that side of your brain. And, and we're you relatively privileged, you know, like we can, we can, we're not single parents or, and we're not broke and we're not like, you want all people who've got like five kids. I mean. Can you imagine? It's all, yeah, it's real relative. It's got to be. Or they're just better people than me. Undoubtedly. <laughs> Undoubtedly. All right. Thanks uh, Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for holding the car park for See me, Dan. See you next week. <laughs> no <See> worries. <laughs>